liftoff. We have a liftoff. Good day to all you fellow geeks out there, and welcome to episode five. Yes, yes. episode five of the Escape Pod. You got your girl Tesla here, introducing us with the beautiful little intro. Beside me, we've got Chris. Hello. And over yonder, we have Kelsey. Hey. And Diego. Hello. Yeah, how have y'all been? It's been a bit since, uh, it's been a hot sex since we've uh, sat down and done the ditty. The, the, the podcast, sure, done the dirty? <laughs> yeah, done <laughs> the, the dirties. I like doing the dirties. S- S- <laughs> it's been a while since we had our uh, regular foursome, to quote the mm-hmm. the illustrious Diego himself. Yeah. Oh, we've uh, gone away from an orgy, guys. I, yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. I have a couple of friends there who would be willing to join. No. Oh, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Is there an um, actual specific required number for it to be an orgy? Does it have to I be five it, to be an orgy? I'm pretty sure it's to, five. There has to be one extra of something in order for it to be an orgy. Interesting. Right? Like, I mean, do you want me to Google this? I can Google this. Yeah, we're going to. Guys, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, we're sure. Why, going why not? Into this. Great, great, nice opening for all of our listeners yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of educate. Don't anybody say that average geeks yeah. isn't educational. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go, guys. Big according to, according to Google, a common view for those who enjoy group sex: three people uh-huh. is a threesome, four is a foursome, and an orgy needs five or more. Oh, well, okay. there you go. So, there you go. Yeah, there you go. I, I so make sure wrong. you all use your. Make sure you all use your terminology right now. You got an orgy. You better have five plus yeah. people yeah. and condoms. Just, just, just. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. So, so technically, if we include our editors, we have enough for an orgy. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Yay! Yeah. Woo! Wait, no. It's only two girls and four dudes. Uh, ew. Doesn't matter. Y- y'all can have swords. It no. still classifies as an orgy, whether we like it or not. Numbers no. are there. I hate sharing my girl with no no man. Fuck Nobody that said shit. you were sharing me. So technically, I'm still in the clear. Yeah. yeah By that logic, I'm good. You're all right. I mean, because you know that oh, is gonna want to share you and Chris together. Sorry, not. Oh uh, yeah. Mr. Editor. Mr. Editor. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Editor, listen. Uh, Mr. Video Editor, because I am Mr. Editor when it comes to podcasts. Yes. So. Yes. You are. But nonetheless, you're wow. Hemingway. That's how. That's how you are, bro. You're yep. Hemingway. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yep. Yep. I'm Hemingway. But anyways, yep. other than orgies. <laughs> yeah. Chris and Tesla finally got Animal Crossing, and Kelsey's happy that they finally have Animal Crossing, and that doesn't work for the temple of the sauna making, but I'm happy because they have Animal Crossing. I Can we get this girl a Grammy, or like... <laughs> Yo, somebody get this guy in front of a crowd. I am not throwing away Animal Crossing. I am not throwing away Animal Crossing. Yes. Yeah. my island. Well, I've been waiting forever for us to move in, so that way we have been able to get Animal Crossing up and running. Yeah. Because your sister was using it on the yeah. Switch for a while. So I, I found out the hard way that you could only have one island per Switch. I did not know this mm-hmm. when I initially mm-hmm. bought the game. What, like a few months ago? Yeah, but when it was still when it was pretty new and up in the hype when it came out, I waited a few weeks and then I bought it. Because uh, Shelby really wanted to play it, my sister, back from home. I was like, cool, yeah, you can make an island, and then I'll just make an island, and on Tesla's, we can have the shared island. I'll just practice. Mm-hmm. Nice. And then I found out that none of those logins can have mm-hmm. separate islands. So Shelby had been working on her island for like a week. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm ready to hop in and have a little fun. And then Timmy and Tommy were like, hey, we're going to move you to Oasis. I was like, no, I want my own island. And then <laughs> it was like, oh, no. I want my island. And we figured out. Like, after two weeks of my sister putting work into her, her island, that I'm like, hey, so when I move, I'm going to have to delete your island. So, like, don't get too attached, because yeah, really. when Tesla and I go to build our own, we're going to have to get rid of yours. So we that's annihilated cool. Oasis. I right? Cool. Yep, that's we annihilated. Cool. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Did I tell you guys I... Act- did I tell you guys that I actually convinced my grandparents to buy a Switch just to play Animal Crossing with me? That's so yeah. sweet. I love the idea of grandparents just getting a Switch to play Animal Crossing. It's, yep. it's very wholesome. And it's funny because they call me all the time and they're like, hey, Kelsey, we need your opinion. Come visit our island and help us decide what we're doing here because we can't figure this out together. <laughs> That's so cute. That is adorable. And my grandfather honestly just loves like spending all the time doing all the fishing and everything. And yeah. <laughs> one of the first days that they had their island, my grandfather had like, I don't know why, it's the simplest things in the world sometimes. But my grandfather, like, really enjoyed the concept of shaking a tree. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Like, and getting all the little tree branches out of it. 
I don't know I don't know why but it's like the little things like he was he was literally crying laughing so hard about this it was so Aww. adorable that's Aww. so cute um quick question though how long did it take for him to discover that there are actually wasps in trees yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Not long at all, and it took them yeah. way too long to figure out that they could catch the wasps that came out of the trees. Yeah. Oh. Chris didn't know that, actually. That I didn't know. Well, we talked about it last time I was playing, yeah. and she's like, you can't outrun them. And I'm like, that's true, but you could catch them if you really wanted to. And you're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm just too much of a pussy to try right now, because <laughs> my hand-eye coordination is shit. My aim is terrible. Oh. So uh, we're going to keep uh, letting them sting me. Uh, we'll see if Chris can figure it out Maybe and just I'll... donate the Hornets to Blathers that way. Yeah. Have you guys figured out how Blathers. to do it yet, then? What, uh, well, I know it? how to. It's just a matter of... I don't think either of us really want to execute that yet. I, I'd be willing to try it, because I didn't know you could catch them. Because I, even though I had it for a while, I didn't play it much, because I knew I'd only have to delete it eventually to move in with Tesla. Anyways... So I didn't do too much previously. So I'm still pretty green when it comes to Animal Crossing as a whole. So, okay. Then allow me so I, to allow me to make your lives so simple. No, wait. Let them. No, 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 no. No, oh, I'm curious to hear. Yeah. No, this is the this is like the easiest way. There's many ways you can do this, but this is the easiest way. Okay. So you shake the tree. The bee, yeah. the 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 wasp nest falls out. All you yeah. gotta do is run straight up your island. So essentially northbound. Okay. Yeah. And then just fucking book it, sprint it, and then get to a certain point so you have enough distance between you and the wasp, and pull up your tool wheel and grab the net. Because the second you grab an item, you're automatically facing south. So you're already facing them, and then you have to do is just press the A button and you catch them. That's cool. Okay, I'm going to try that. It is, I'll probably get stung the, a lot, but I'm going to try that. It's the easiest way to do it. That makes a lot of sense. Because, yeah, when you're running sideways yeah you're facing the wrong direction so running north makes sense yeah that will be interesting to try honey just remember yeah if you need money for medicine yeah you're not getting it from me yeah <laughs> that's fair that's fair well well yeah because you get stung more than i do anyways yeah. you need it I, yeah <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. i'm kind of uh very yeah i'm very weak to those uh big b boys to the big the big b boys <laughs> Oh boy, you like jazz sting. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord. All right. No, but that's super cute with the Animal Crossing because I I I think people have talked about it before, but I feel like Animal Crossing came out at literally the perfect time mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. it gave people that ability to get outside in a time when it was very dangerous to go outside, and it's it's also neat to see some of that older generation trying it and getting into it because. It is a good way to escape right now. And instead of, you know, being stuck in the old ways, they're trying the new stuff and probably having a better time than they would mm -hmm. if they were just sitting inside yeah. for the past, like, four months like everybody has mm -hmm. been. So that was the last thing I wanted to touch on that before we move on. But I just want to say I, I think it's neat that, you know, they've they've mm -hmm. embraced it so wholeheartedly and are having a good time. Yeah. yeah. Animal Crossing's gone through, like, so many iterations. And to see it, like, just burst up into, like, popular acclaim is just... It's beautiful because it's a beautiful game. Yes. But yes. other franchises also get the same treatment and don't do as well. Yep. Which is why today we're going to be playing a little game that we like to call Reboot or Toot. Wow. Mm. So mature. <laughs> wow. Why am I'm I living with you? <laughs> I'm so proud I came up with this name. Mm. The, yeah. the name is great. The I, name's great. I love Reboot or Toot. Can I, on it, can I be honest with you guys about where this name came from? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, um, for those who don't know, for our, for our lovely lovelies who, you know, may be watching and don't know much about me or some of my interests, I'm obsessed with RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm -hmm. And a couple of the queens, it's a thing that they do during, like, um, the spring reunion right before the uh, finale episode where they play mm -hmm. this game sometimes. They used to do it on previous seasons. Um, but a couple of the queens have their own YouTube channels where they review the looks from a specific episode and they do what's called boot it or toot it. So if you hate, oh. so if you don't like it, you boot it. So you're pretty much saying, ew, this is a shitty outfit. And if you like it, you toot it. So I'm like, hey, we can play on this. So let's do reboot or toot. I like that. that is I like fun. that a lot. I, I have a feeling, um... I don't think he listens, but I think one of our friends, if he did, would highly appreciate it. Oh, that. yeah. One of our friends is a big fan of RuPaul, mm -hmm. the drag race and everything. So yeah, if like, they happen to be listening, and they probably know who they are, yeah. if they're listening to this part, uh, 
they will appreciate the reference to boot it or toot it. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Or boot or toot, whichever it would. But still, I like reboot or toot because it's very true. A lot of times, so in, in an era where so many movies and shows are being rebooted instead of new things being made, mm-hmm. some are great, but a lot are bad. So yes. it's interesting to talk about those, which we have a few of today. Yes. So um, probably, what, at this point, like a month ago... We had a spinning wheel with a bunch of different uh, rebooted franchises from over the years. And um, we all just kind of went down the list and said, okay, I could cover this topic, that one, yada yada. I spun the wheel and we have five properties, as long as time permits, to go through. And um, everybody's got a little thing to say on most of the things on our list. And at the end of the debate slash discussion slash whatever yeah we're gonna decide whether uh it should have been rebooted or if it should the property originally should have just been left yeah. alone yeah so whether whether the reboot was good or whether it was a toot yeah yep all right so y'all know the list who wants to go first i do all, all right. right yeah let's Diego get, let's go get what's probably gonna be the longest one out of the way first <laughs> right. yeah. well, it is an it, it is a space opera, so, like, it's like an epic, like the Iliad or the Odyssey. Yeah, 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 Right? So, this is an anime for all y'all. Tesla, you might know this one. It's called The Legend of the Galactic Heroes. I actually don't know anything about this property. <gasps> so. Me neither. I, but it sounds awesome. It is. I'm sorry, I'm not as godly as you are. <laughs> no, 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 Tessa. I'm not as well-versed. Tessa. I'm very illiterate. <laughs> Tessa, correct yourself. You're not, it's not a case of you're not godly. It's a case of you're not as much of a weeb as Diego is. No, 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 no. Okay, She used cool. the correct definition. <laughs> I dare you. Okay, so, so We all know Diego is a god among men. So. <laughs> yes, I am. Anyways. Anyways. So, um, Let's not get to his pride and ego here for a second. I was going to say, if you listen really close on the editing, you can actually hear his head growing right now. Yeah, I can, you can see it. Like, big brain time now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this anime is from the 90s or 80s. I'm not too sure. Right? Mm. But recently it got a reboot. Right? And it's, um, it's a very, very good reboot. It's probably one of the best... Uh, Re remade animes I've made in a while, N- not me. I've made like I've I've seen yeah. and read in a while, especially Good. because it's like in the nineties. I believe it had like a hundred and sixty-seven episodes or hundred and ninety-two episodes. Wow. Uh, wow! Yeah, it was huge. Like that's like almost I said, as long as Kimba. Yeah, it's like yeah. <laughs> so like it's that's why I called it a space opera. It it like it just has a cast of characters. So you guys know how, like, in Star Wars, there's always, like, the Rebellion or, like, the Republic versus the Empire kind of a thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of a similar thing. It's, like, the one thing I know about Star Wars. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's it. I mean, okay, Chelsea, don't get triggered. We do not know for the unenlightened, my dear. <laughs> Breathe. Breathe, child. I'm okay. I'm working Breathe. on getting Tesla into Star Wars. I'm working on it. Just, yeah, just, there's just, a lot just, of things he has to go through with me. Just, just so that episode three is the best episode. Okay, go back to your thing. Anyways, <laughs> so in the show, you you you've been having like this this like longest the longest war of like in human history happening, and it's mm-hmm. and it's between the Empire and the Alliance of the 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 the, the Alliance of Systems, right? And like, okay, essentially, you have two like clashing ideologies, like. The power of the people versus, um, you know, the power of an absolute ruler. Which, in my opinion, I, I like the most because that's how shit gets done, personally. <laughs> so, one's a monarchy, and it has its, you know, your, your typical feudalistic monarchy structure, right? And that's mm-hmm. where the main character of that side falls in. His name is Reinhard von Lorengram. Right? Ooh, Ooh, Reinhard is such a sexy name, though. Like, such yeah. a sexy name. Yeah, it is. Ah, I kind of want to name my, my child Reinhardt. No. <laughs> I was just like, no. <laughs> no. And the other one, his name is Yang Wen Li, right? So mm-hmm. it, it, it's, um, it, it's kind of a play in, in like World War I kind of a thing as well. Mm-hmm. It, it has yeah. its play on everything. But like yeah. you, you see the two sides and like the, the clashing and like hypocritical ideologies. And, like, 
you see just like the characters the characters is the best part of this show you fall in love with every single character you see and every single character has its role i do love me a good character study oh yeah yeah like you know how like in mechas there's always like a slice of life component with every single character <laughs> evangelion yeah. right like yo uh, you do <laughs> yeah evangelion <laughs> yeah dude I know Evangelion. Yeah. Darling in the Franks. Yeah. <laughs> Could give. <laughs> Sorry. I had a little bit of air stuck there in my, my throat. But essentially, it's, it's kind of in the same. Right? Mm-hmm. You got these two brilliant strategists, masters of war, directing a, like a war effort. And like in the background, you see how like, you know, society and how society looks at them. It's, it's a good world builder anime for anyone who likes, you know... Um, expansive very interesting lore wise universes if i may yeah. say the dm just fist pumped yeah so. that's a, yeah i was like ooh, world building <laughs> yeah hell yeah that's, yeah like like that's my that's my bread and butter like it like the, the the old anime completely expands on this like the empire and the alliance i'm just gonna summarize this because it's like more complex but the empire and the alliance um are not the only factions in the universe right mm-hmm. there's also the uh the like there's there's a dictatorship on the other side of the galaxy as well that's trying to fuck everyone over etc 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 it's it's very interesting like now i can't get too much into the details because if not it'll take me like an entire two hour trip but like the personally i feel like the new series sure doesn't touch upon that same level of detail because the anime these days is so concentrated like okay you have 20 episodes pretty much sum it up or fuck it off right yeah um i think um it's 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 a joy to watch and like it kind of tempts you to go watch the old one because in the old one you see everything unfold perfectly so in my personal opinion that's a hello tooth legend of the galactic heroes die new this you mean (laughs) reboot well, yeah. no, he said he would. He he want. He said the reboot would be a toot because it doesn't oh. expand enough. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. That, that the original. That, that, that was my mistake. <laughs> no, it's yeah, a, it, it's a yeah I get that. If it's if it's a much shorter version, yeah, and you don't get that yeah. in, expansion to the lore. I totally get that. Where mm-hmm. like the original is the better watch, but the new one could be interesting to get you started. But mm-hmm. overall, yeah. the original is better. I think you're gonna like the new one, uh, especially with the, with people like for people who don't have much time at, by themselves. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. The the new one is good enough for those who don't have time in their hands. Yeah. Don't have the time to like mm-hmm. really binge a long form anime. They can watch mm-hmm. the reboot. Yeah. It's still good enough. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. It's, it's yeah. That that's the best definition. In in my mind of mind, eight out of ten. Nice. Nice. So cool. toot it, toot it, toot the shit out of it. <laughs> well, in our version, reboot would be yes, this is a thing. Two it would a, be a no. But he's saying the original is still better, so okay. it's still technically a two. This is so confusing, yeah. and I made the rules. How is I'm this sorry, possible? I don't understand much the, the concept of reboot or two. I just know it's fucking good, so I just fucking watch yeah. it. No, you're good. You're good. All right, who's next? I will go next. Okay. <laughs> well, well, yeah, that's how, that's how I said though. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say yeah, yeah. I'm good to go next. I wasn't sure if Kelsey wanted to go, but I will I mean, go next. It didn't matter to me. All right, cool. So. The one I am here to talk about is actually the good old classic Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. Because which version? There are so many. Like so, so I'm many. So I'm basing. I say like there's so many spinoffs, but in this case, I'm basing um, the Bugs Bunny and Tweety Show mm-hmm. as the original, like the classic. Yeah. You know, they come out dancing with their top hats to start the show. Yeah. Like the good old original mm-hmm. Looney Tunes that you see. And white. No, uh, no, not, no, uh, not well, entirely. No, no, the, this one was more from know. like the, uh, the Bugs Bunny and Tweety show was from some time, very big in my childhood. Um, it's in color. It's, it's the main one you've seen most like, you know, Wabbit season, duck season, Wabbit season mm-hmm. is all from that era of yeah, Looney Tunes. That'll which, be okay. 1960. Yeah. Around, or, so it's originally from around the sixties. The black and white stuff goes even further back, but I'm just referring yeah. to around the sixties, seventies era. That was the one that I grew up on. That's the and, shit. That's the great one. And then they've had this newer reboot, which I believe is just simply called The Looney Tunes Show. And it's this one that came out on, like, Teletoon and, like, Warner Brothers. Yeah, that was, like, 2010. Yeah, it was was within the last five to ten years, for sure, that this new rebooted version came out. And it modernizes the Looney Tunes in a way that's not entirely bad. Yeah. 
like in the classic way we know it, you know, Sylvester is just the cat of Granny and she owns Tweety and he's always trying to eat Tweety. Bugs uh-huh. Bunny lives in a rabbit hole out in the woods. He moves around and gets into shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Yosemite Sam lives out in the desert and he's just going pew pew, gosh darn it, everywhere he <laughs> like, you know, they're all kind of worldwide and it's just a crazy bunch of compiled stories. The next time I go to a Western, I'm going to just go out to the public and go pew pew, gosh darn it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my best fucking moment of Bugs Bunny in like the old old like I'm gonna say old universe mm-hmm. is when he's an opera choreographer oh like, yes composer, oh yeah oh when he's, and, like, dre- when he's dressed one of the, the best episodes the fly? Yeah. yeah one of the best episodes and like he like there's this guy that coughs where there's like complete silence and Bugs Bunny yeah. fucking shoots the shit yes <laughs> I remember shoots yeah. the dude I'm like yo yeah people no talk problem. about that now cause it's it, they because a lot of things are coming out about the violence of Looney Tunes mm-hmm. and, like, you know, what it means on television nowadays. I still think it's okay because it was something I grew up with, but I can understand where some people have problems with it. Because, yeah, that's just it. He's playing the piano. Some guy coughs and he just busts a cap straight in him and he <laughs> stops coughing and then he continues playing the piano. So, like, I get it. But, um, oh, but like, oh, yeah, and, like, and, you know, Bugs Bunny, Roadrunner, like, that's all the, the old classic Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. But in this new one... They've modernized all the characters so that they all live in, like, the same city. Mm-hmm. Like, Bugs Bunny is roommates with Daffy Duck. Yeah. They live in a house together. Porky Pig is one of their neighbors. Yeah. The psychiatrist that lives across the street is, um... Oh, I'm forgetting her name. The witch. Yeah. The witch with the big the big green-faced witch. I'm totally forgetting her name right now. But, um, nonetheless, like... And they, they've modernized a lot of it. And most characters have stayed within the same vein. Like, a lot of people have stayed the same. But some of the big changes they've done with characters, I think, haven't been all that great. Um, like, Bugs Bunny has stayed the same kind of wisecracking, you know, like, you know, what's up, Doc? And Daffy Duck is still very greedy and, like, self-obsessed and all that. Um, it feels like two and a half men. A little bit, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that's definitely the vibe that the new show gave it, off it, whenever I watched exactly. it. Exactly. It's, like, it's two dudes in a massive house, rich as fuck, and like just <laughs> going around town. Mm-hmm. Like, and they Pretty just much. go and do their thing. Um, but they added a couple interesting characters. I think one is new for the show, and then the other one, they just totally revamped her character. Um, the first one I'm going to go into is Bugs Bunny's long-running girlfriend, Lola Bunny. Quote, unquote, yeah. 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 Lola Bunny. So, in my personal opinion, Lola Bunny, when I grew up, was always this sort of, you know, um, the, the badass girl, you know, she didn't take shit, like, she, you know, she appeared in Space Jam, and, like, you know, she, whenever people would, like, you know, be like, oh, there's a girl playing or whatever, she'd show them up, like, it was, she was a total badass, total, you know, like, bombshell, it was awesome. And in the new show, she's much more of this Anna meets dumb blonde vibe now where like she like every joke haha blondes can't drive and she like crashes her car everywhere and like she's the she's like um you know the meme what was it the annoying girlfriend or the obsessive what was it the yeah obsessive girlfriend obsessive girlfriend like she's always chasing bugs down and bugs is trying to avoid her at all costs because she's like you know annoying and ditzy and yeah, like, no, yeah, Lola has gone from being the badass bombshell to just being the ditzy L Woods meets Anna. Yeah, so she's not and, just the butt of the joke. Yeah, she's totally a butt of a joke all the time. Like, she's the, like, one living off daddy's money kind of vibe. And I... <coughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was going to say, the guy... Oh, Kelsey oh, God. <laughs> we, we killed Kelsey. Oh, God, no, guy. Like... I guessed like, too hard. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. And then the only other one I don't... So that's my one major thing is I, I'm not a fan of what they've done with Lola. And then on the other side of things, um, Daffy Duck has a girlfriend character now. She's a Aww. duck character. But like on the other flip side with the way they made her, her character is at least original, so I'm not exactly mad about it. I'm just not totally a fan of her character. First of all, she has the Karen Can I Speak to Your Manager haircut, oh which is already... I mean, God. probably better at 2010, but not so good now. But she's also like the um, the angry New Jersey housewife kind of vibe. Like she's the one that works. She's the one that makes the money. And that's great on her. But then like whenever, you know, Daffy does anything, she's always like really mad at him or whatever. And it's it, it, it's not that her character's written wrong because that mm-hmm. is a very real character. And she's very much, you know, taking the world on her own. And I do respect that about her. 
I'm just not totally a fan of the character, but I think that's just more of a me thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so these were the main big differences. Um, and also, um, I can't remember the, the witch's name, but the witch... Hazel? Hazel, thank you. Witch yeah, I Hazel. I looked it up a while ago, but thank I couldn't you. say anything because you were going. And yeah, sorry. Witch Hazel originally used to be like, you know, the... <laughs> when she'd do stuff, and now she's like the really nice, like... For la- like, she, she sounds like a very sweet, like, southern black woman now. Yeah. So they've completely changed her voice. I like her character a lot now. Like, she's really... She's like a voice of reason a lot of the times. And she's a really cool character in that respect. It's a huge voice change, but I kind of like it. But on a, on the whole, to wrap it up before we talk a little bit about the show together... I would it, also like to contribute to the conversation of course. before we wrap up, if that's okay. Because I, would, I have a few things to say Of well. course. I was just going to say, in my opinion, to wrap it up, I'd say as much as there's some cool things to try to modernize it, I think that this reboot is a toot. I don't think it's as good as the original... I think just running those reruns of the Bugs Bunny and Tweety show for the next 50 years would be great. I don't think there's any need to remake it, except maybe in the new Space Jam. That's the only <laughs> thing I'm semi-interested in. Okay. But. Um, I'm going to kind of go on the other side of the argument here, um, because I've actually sat down and watched a little bit. Like, I haven't binged the series of the latest uh, Looney Tunes show, obviously, but I, I can bring up a few points that I could kind of jump back and forth with you on. Yeah. Um, for example, I would disagree about turning Lola into less of a character. If anything, I think it turns her into more of a character. Because she's such, in Space Jam, she's such a sex icon. And it's like, oh, all her personality is, is don't call me doll. I'm the girl. I'm the sassy girl. Whereas when they transferred her over to the Looney Tunes show, they gave her more of a fun personality. If anything, the sassiness just gets transfers over to this Daffy Duck's girlfriend character. Mm. And later on in the show, she does become less of a stalker because eventually her and Bugs do end up getting together. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then it com- I remember there was this one episode where, um, where you are right about her being rich. I don't know if she necessarily lives off of daddy's money or anything. No, but no. But there's an episode where Bugs goes to meet the parents and he's nervous and trying to impress them because like now that they've been dating for a while. Yeah. Like, and and she's funny. She's funny. The other version was just like, don't call me dog. Don't call me babe. You think of very much of barbed wire when I think of Lola Bunny. Think, you also have to think that it was for a movie. And like, they were yeah. trying to well, introduce this character for the movie's sake. What I yeah. was actually going to say, kind of, I, I think this is kind of what Diego was kind of thinking when he mentioned the movie part, was when I think Space Jam, it's not really like, a super kids movie like it's kind of like a pg-13 whereas what i'm assuming based on what tesla's kind of bringing up here is that the new looney tunes kind of sounds like it's meant like for kids it's probably rated pg or rated g for general it's definitely g this is yeah and Mm -hmm. so they probably want to take out the sex aspect of lola's character for the sake of this needs to be kid friendly yes yeah no, I'm not saying that it didn't make sense what they did. I just thought it was such a drastic change, I, which I, was I'm where kinda, my where yeah, it turned I'm, off for me. But yeah, I'm li- I'm likely to. I haven't seen it, but based on what you two are saying, I'm actually more likely to agree with Chris on this one. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, yeah, I, I I understand. Like, um, like definitely like before the rating was just ge- just general mindless stupidity, but stupid fun kind of stuff, kind of like Tom mm-hmm. and Jerry. Yeah. Yep. But yeah. now it's more like. It has a plot. It has a, you know... Yeah. Exactly. There's an overarching storyline now. Kind of. Like, it's a little looser than others. It's not like, oh, somebody's going to take over the galaxy. That's what uh, Lunatics Unleashed was, and we don't want that. Oh, my God. (laughs) I forgot about that. Oh, my God. Lunatics Unleashed. Oh, gosh. Oh, wow. That was a trip time and a half. Did did you guys ever hear about this? You just had your mind blown, bro. You good? Yeah, did you guys ever hear about this? I forgot. That's something we'll have to talk about in another episode entirely, but Mm -hmm. Lunatics Unleashed was like a sci-fi take, sci-fi superhero take on the Looney Tunes character. Yeah, that was like 2005. Yeah, that didn't last long, No, that ended in 2007. I do have one more question before we move on, because they're they're rebooting it again. Oh, Um, are they? Yes. uh, HBO was um, doing um, Looney Tunes shorts for their streaming service, and um, they ranged anywhere from 60 seconds to, like, six minutes or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's all done in a very noticeable flash-style kind of animation. 
Um, but they go back to the original gags and everything, yeah. but something feels really off about it. And I was just wondering if you heard of it, seen any of them, or had no. any opinion on that yet. That's something I'll have to look up. As of right now, I've not heard anything about that, huh. so I'll have to look into that. And I can give a uh, comment on that later. It feels a little Uncanny Valley to me whenever I watch it myself. It just feels a little weird to be like, okay, this is the formula, but it's off somehow. Yeah, something's you know? off about it. Yeah. I'll have to take a look. I'll have to look into it and see what I think of that one. Because it sounds like if they're going back to the old gags, I'd be more interested. But mm -hmm. if it's giving that weird vibe, I'll have to see what I get from it. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. But uh, that wraps up my section of cool. Reboot or Toot. Who would like to go next? Do you want to take uh, this one, Kels? Sure, I'll take this one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, that was so insane. That was terrifying. We're the same person. I know. Yeah, I know. Like, eh? A definitive proof that we are essentially one being, just yeah. uh, in a mitosis <laughs> process. We're, uh, we're a hive mind. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I can uh, take it from here, guys. So. My uh, reboot or toot this week, uh, according to Tesla's spinny wheel of death and anxiety and uncertainty, hey. as I like to refer to it as. It's not a wheel of death, it's just a wheel of anxiety. We're moving on. <laughs> that, that works. Yeah. Wheel of anxiety. That's sort of like most of our lives. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So anyways, so uh, anyways, yes. Yeah. So my, my thing this week is Spyro. Wow. How Ooh. original. <laughs> you know what? Just because we're playing for the channel right now doesn't mean you can fucking at me. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> No, I'm more thinking like really, like no, not even a show. At least I, I, mm -hmm. I booted into my own show, saying like, you, you, it's a must, must watch for both. But like, yeah, but mine's like... a video game. So yeah, so my thing this week is Spyro, as I'm trying to say for the third fucking time, <laughs> thanks to these people. If we can't um, add you, you can't add us. Fair. Okay. Uh, okay. So. I mean, it's pretty obvious at this point that Spyro is one of my favorite games, considering mm -hmm. that we're playing it for the channel right now. Mm -hmm. um, but I'll be honest, the only one that I have actually... Well, there's two of them that I've actually played by myself, which is the Spyro, the very first Spyro, Spyro the Dragon, mm -hmm. um, and also Spyro Enter the Dragonfly, which is one of the shittiest ones <laughs> ever made. And I actually really hope that they make a remake of this one, because... The original game for the GameCube is so buggy, it's it's awful. Gross. I thought we were gonna say because of the meme potential. The meme potential is always. I don't great. even think there is memes for Enter the Dragonfly. Oh, there is not. I don't know. I don't think so. I, know, I like okay. the joke of it being Enter the Dragonfly, but it's really buggy. Uh, <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh I hate that. Uh, I hate everything about that. I love everything about that. Well, t okay, to give you an idea of one of my favorite bugs when I was a kid, my brothers and I used to love playing this because of how how glitchy and buggy it mm. was. Because like we didn't really know that games weren't supposed to be like this. So we were like, oh, ha, ha, this is hilarious. And because you only have one like one home world, and then you have like a bunch of different portals that you go through. All of the Spiral games are similar in that regard but quick side tangent before i go into my main thing here is in spyro enter the dragonfly they have a little island area where you actually go to this island uh land right. um and they have like this cute little area um you have a little it's a sandy beach there's a little uh water moat and then you have like where your portal's in the middle of this little island bit here if you're swimming around this little moat area on in the home world and then you jump out at the right angle you'll be on land but Spyro is still doing the swimming motion so you're kind of like flying by doing a mermaid <laughs> swim it's the funniest shit ever is it like when you take a dog from out of the water and it's swimming but you still hold on to it but it's still kicking its legs kind of thing yes. oh my god that's wonderful yes it's so funny um but okay main thing here sorry I didn't mean to go on nah, a side tangent but it's like the funniest shit ever um, so yeah, so I've only really played the, like, the original Spyro. I never played the second one or the third one with the Enchantress or with Ripto. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, they are both included, like, the original three games, uh, by Insomnia, that's the studio that made them, are all included in the new Reignited Trilogy. Yeah. Uh, so I can only, from personal experience, I can only really speak to Spyro 1, but I have seen Let's Plays, like, for example... Jack Septiguy has played the original Spyro 3 because it's the game he grew up with. Nice. And then when the Reignited Trilogy came out, he also replayed it uh, to, to kind of compare and contrast himself because it's a game that he grew up with. So I've seen both versions of that game. Yeah. Um, and at least for that one, from what I've seen in, in playthroughs, 
there's like next to no difference. Mm. And the same thing actually goes with Spyro 1, um, where there's actually very minimal differences. Mm. Um, so for, like I'll explain a little bit more in a second, but like just for the basic premise of other than the heightened graphics, there really is like next to no gameplay differences or anything. So realistically, there isn't a huge need to reboot this. So it's in a way you can kind of argue that it's kind of unnecessary. Yeah. However, I appreciate mm -hmm. uh, the Reignited Trilogy more. I actually really appreciate the reboot and I actually recommend uh, the reboot no problem at all. The reason being is like one, the graphics are amazing, yes. right? They look so much better than the like than the originals ever looked. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we're we're talking back to an era where it's polygonal, yeah. you know, shapes and things. And Laura it's, Croft you know, unitit. But yeah, no, like Tesla has this perfectly. We're very much like Laura Croft, very polygonal. Um, you know, but the the thing with that is it's very nostalgic at the same time because that's an era of video games that like we grew up with. Right. So there's an element of that where it's like we like that shit, but we also like the newer polished uh graphics at the same time like i'm sorry when the re when the reignited trilogy came out and there was individual blades of grass i lost my shit <laughs> yeah. i know that's such a like it's such a minor thing yeah. but like if you if you look at a side by side image comparison the original one it was just a flat landscape like there was yeah. you could tell there was grass mm -hmm. like grass because there was textures in the ground but that was it whereas now there's individual blades of grass right I just, as, as an example. I love the, just the random image of someone going out outside. It's like, random single blade of grass. Ooh. Like, in real life, <laughs> it just wouldn't work. But I see, I get what you mean by, um, yes, in a video game, it's insane how much attention to detail is put into this to, like, reboot this and make it look nice and pretty and fresh while still remaining a classic and nostalgic. But a part of my brain was just like, after quarantine ends, someone's gonna go outside, pick up a random piece of grass, and just go, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Actually, it's, it's really funny that you mentioned, like, the, the work that went into remaking this. Mm -hmm. Here's a bit of trivia for you guys. Um, the, the studio that made uh, the Reignited Trilogy, they're called Toys for Bob. Yes. They went to Insomnia and said, hey, we want to do this remake of all three games. Uh, and they were given permission to do this, and Toys for Bob was like, hey, Insomnia, can we have the original code as a basis? Insomnia didn't have the code anymore. Oh, no. They lost it. Oh, I don't know no. if they were going to a different like a different system or something happened to their hard drives. They didn't have any of the code from the original three games. Right. So Toys for Bob recreated everything from scratch. Wow. It's not like they're using original assets and building on top of it. They did everything from the ground up. Wow. That's got to, like major props yeah like oh yeah the studying and, and they, work that would have had to go into that yeah that's e exactly and it's an almost like shot for shot recreation and it's a faithful recreation too mm -hmm. um and i mean like there are some things that are like so similar that they didn't even really need to change like um so again i'm, I'm only comparing like the very first game to the first game in the reignited trilogy right. um uh there are these blue thieves that are like wrapped up in they kind of look like mummies in a weird way like they're very weird in their design but they're super adorable mm -hmm. and um when you can always hear them even if you can't see them because they laugh at you and they taunt you they do this whole na 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 and then they laugh and it's this cute little sound effect that they do on repeat to taunt you before you start chasing them and trying to get the the dragon egg from them yeah they actually remade that sound in the Reignited Trilogy. It's a subtle difference, but you can tell if you know the original so much. Nice. They really didn't need to do it, but they kind of did. And, like, it's it's so similar that when um, when the when the original trilogy, or sorry, when the rebooted trilogy was announced, everybody was actually kind of like, well, why are you bothering to remake the sound effect if it's so similar? Why not just use the original or make it so different for a new audience like if you're gonna make it that similar what's the point in even doing that i'm torn because on some ways i'm like yeah i get it because they want to try and be faithful to the original and you know like appease all, all of those kinds of fans that want it mm -hmm. to be that close close and faithful but at the same time like i kind of agree with it so i'm kind of personally torn about this well you know? i mean if they did end up using the original sound effect from the game it would be of lower quality compared to like all the other voice work slash graphics slash the product not as a whole that. they not went and recreated that. they went and re um 
uh, re-recorded all the audio. Mm-hmm. So the guy, I forget the actor's name, um, but uh, whoever did the voice for Spyro in the first game is different from Christopher something around those lines. I could even have his name wrong, and if I do, I apologize. I'll look it up. Um, uh, so yeah, so whoever did the uh, voice for the second two games, um, he actually came back and re-recorded all three games for the new trilogy. Wow. I don't know if hey it's guys, any of the other... I got the name. You want to know who did it? Who? Tom fucking Kenny. Oh my god. Who voiced Spyro this... the Dragon in the original Ripto's Rage and Year of the Dragon, reprised his role in Spyro Reignited Trilogy after 20 years with re-recorded vocal lines, including the first game in which Spyro was originally voiced by Carlos... I don't even want to try to pronounce that. Um, Alazraki? Alazraki? Carlos Alazraki. Yeah, yeah, sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> Holy shit, so Spongebob was it. Yeah. I didn't realize it was Spongebob. Okay, well, there we go. It makes sense. He's talented yeah. enough that he could easily change his voice around to do that. Mm-hmm. So I oh yeah, I definitely see that making sense that they call in Tom Kenny. Um, so the fact that you can't even play uh, any of the original games on uh, newer consoles like PS4 or whatnot. Like, for example, PS4 has the PS Now, I think it is, where you can play mm-hmm. some of the old games on the PS4 and it's been kind of not like remade but like they've like ported it over to the newer consoles none of the original Spyro games are on there so Mm. the fact that you have this newer version and you have all three games I think I paid like 50 bucks for this when this came out for all three games that's really good yeah, like, so for the price for what you're getting, it's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but the big thing from a graphic perspective that I absolutely love about the new one is uh, if you, every time you free a dragon in the original game, there was only one um, uh, body model, I guess, yeah. uh, for each dragon depending on the home world. So, for example, if you were in the artisan's home world, they, they were kind of like a standard dragon sort of a look. Right. Kind of like Pete's dragon mm-hmm. in, like, the OG Pete's Dragon cartoon, yeah. very much like that mm-hmm. kind of a face and and body face to body proportions, and then you know if you went to Peacekeepers, you know they had a different kind of a look, and then if you went to, um, you know and and their color schemes were very the sa- were very much the same as well. Yeah. So then if you went to um, uh, Magic Crafters or Dreamweavers, like the Dreamweavers dragons were all pastel colors, and they all had really long necks and uh, looked more um, like Chinese dragons with the long whiskers and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas now there's more personality for it so for instance with the artists in homeworld um every dragon is an artist in one way she performed so you have painters you have sculptors uh one of my personal favorites i think i was telling tesla yes. about this one of my personal favorites his name is gavin and he's a big blue dragon he's got spacers in his horns he's yep. got a, a septum piercing he's got tattoos mm-hmm. he's a fucking hipsters with suspenders and he's um he's a coffee brewer the only reason i remember this is because I'm like, do not send this to Chris. He's going to like. Oh yeah, then I sent it to yeah. Chris. <laughs> so then I got it like five minutes later with a message. Hey, Tesla so told me not to send this to you, so I'm sending it to you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but like that kind of stuff is my. I absolutely love about the new one. Or again, if you go to Peacekeepers. Um, they all are different types of warriors. So some of them, um, I mentioned this in our Spyro playthrough too, not to, you know, like plug that a little bit, Mm -hmm. but I mentioned this a little bit, how if you go to, uh, one of the, um, one of the areas, they have, uh, um, dreadlocks and they look more, I I hesitate to use the word tribal, um, cause I, but I don't know what else to kind of like describe them Mm -hmm. as, but some of them look more like african traditional warriors uh in their look and nice. sometimes they have like war paint and stuff um or some of them look very like militaristic and and whatnot so like all the designs follow the theme of the realm mm. while still having like new individuality which i absolutely yeah, love about it, it's this it's a nice so, little new touch like there's it, it, like i know it's a matter of integrity we don't want to touch too much for the sake of nostalgia but like a little touch like that is super nice and not only is just super fun to do but it just even though it's new characters essentially it's world building like introducing all of these new people to the world just brings it more life than what it had from the original yeah because you have the ability to create more of these you have the ability now to bring more characters to the to the world and Mm -hmm. working within those confines but still bringing more to light yeah. is is great. I think that's really nice about some reboots or remasters that I've yeah. seen in the past. And, and and I think the word you guys are looking for in terms to define, um, you know, warriors of different 
cultures is more of a traditional mm. warrior culture. Like for ha- for example, if you have a if you have a, a Samoan. Oh warrior, yeah, I was thinking Samoan culture. They they, they 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 like to make tattoos. You know, they have the chaka dance, for example. You know, to honor their their warriors, their comrades. Yeah. That that's that's that's. I don't think it's uh, native. That's or, or 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 tribal. It's more of a tradition. I kind of how like the Scottish people have the the kilts. Right. No, yeah. and and the, and I'm fully aware of that, and that's why I said like I'm I hesitate to to generalize it and you know call it that's tribal. Yeah. yeah. No, I no, I'm not. I'm aware of that, and that's why I said like I don't want to you know sound ignorant and be like oh they're just tribal like but like there's so many different cultures that are actually represented mm-hmm. through the new designs with the peacekeeper dragon specifically um like i know it's kind of a generalization and like and i apologize you know for for using like such a generic word there i just i didn't know a, a more appropriate word to use and that's why I, I tried to word it that way but thank you for correcting me there but you know you know this just follows into my theory that the dragons are just this massive imperialistic force that are just trying to conquer the universe through their means. This which is, jumped. Which is, this fucking <laughs> jumped. <laughs> yes. Well, no, if, and if people don't understand what he's referring to, they can go to episode two of our Spyro playthrough because he has a whole theory about this. Link, 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 link. Yeah. Pr- pretty much, link, yeah. Link, link, link. <laughs> but yeah, so to essentially summarize for me personally, like, you know, don't get me wrong. I love the original Spyro game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's like the absolute best, but that also has so much nostalgia for me, but I can replay the new one. There's new challenges in it. The price that you're getting for three games. Um, so if you haven't even played any of the, any of the new ones and whatnot, your value for money, as well as some of the updated like graphics and sound effects and personality and everything. Um, I, I highly recommend the reboot. No questions asked. Awesome. Cool. Um, unfortunately, I think we only have time for one more, so we aren't going to get to the promised five. Oh no, sue us. But if <laughs> there's anything that we haven't talked about today that you might want to hear us talk about for future Reboot or Toop segments, um, all of our links for social media should be in descriptions below, yeah. above, wherever. Maybe below. Maybe below. Maybe above. Maybe upside down. Who's to say? <laughs> Just uh, Well, at least if you're on YouTube. Anyway. Yeah, 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 if you're on YouTube, it'll be below. To wash your phones upside yeah, down. Really. <laughs> yeah, really? Unless they have yeah. the screen rotation on, in which case it's still going to be above. And it's yeah, like, it's, it's a thing. Mess. Just, just find our that. social media, contact us if there's a property that you'd want us to talk about in the future. Uh, we'll be sure to include that for the next time we do this. Uh, of course. But I would like to review High School DxD at some point. <laughs> time. I mean, there's a lot of new rebooted anime coming out, so I mean, you're going to have a fucking plethora <laughs> yes. come like five years from now. Oh, man. Oh yeah, yep. I love that shit. I, I love High School DxD. Yeah. I'm just gonna plop it in there. Okay. All right. Alrighty. Um, so going. very quickly, I'll touch on mine. Um, I was going to do um, the original 2003 Teen Titans versus Teen Titans Go. Started in I don't Fucking even know when. Mint. Yeah. Yes. Um, see, here's the thing. I don't know how I necessarily feel about this because I was a big Teen Titans fan growing up. A few of the people in this recording are also as well. Um, yeah, girl. Yeah. Um, I love the original for the storyline, and, like, this was a show where I was able to sit down with Chris with, and we were able to, like, thoroughly enjoy it together. Yep. Um, and then the reboot happened, and then the reboot happened. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, well, you you started getting interviews coming out, and I'm like, okay, cool, they got the original voices, awesome, better than Powerpuff, but then you have the creators themselves saying, yeah, we haven't seen shit like, months before this went to air, and that's already a great sign right off the bat. Um, Mm -hmm. They had multiple episodes uh, criticizing their critiques. They have multiple cock teases in one way or the other. For example, an infamous one was an episode titled The Return of Slade, and people saw this episode title, they were really super hyped, and then it ended up being like a one-minute segment in which Slade didn't even show up. And it's like, oh, wow, that was so fun to do off screen. Anyway, here's the actual stupid plot of the episode. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, they did that. <laughs> That's not even cool. No, not, not at all. Cool. Um, but no. they've also since wow. watched a few original episodes, and the only reason I know this was because they ended up just dubbing over those original episodes and calling it an episode, no. very much like a Dragon Ball Z abridged kind of 
scenario. What? Yeah. No. Yeah, they did that with um, Divide and Conquer at one point. So, so, so then, wait. Then, oh. So let me get this yeah. straight. This shitty ass show yes. is taking a shit on the good show yes. because we they think they're cooler. Yes. Essentially. Well, here's the here's the funny thing is I I never even watched this episode, but I do know that there is an episode of Teen Titans Go. Where they watch the original episode and they're like, why are we in this shitty show? Because the original was better. No, no. It was Control Freak that's like, why are you guys in this shitty show? Why don't you go back to the original? And the Titans did stupid shit to try to justify it. Yeah. Um, So it wasn't even a real episode? Well, it wasn't. It was. It was. So what, what happened, like Tesla said, Control Freak, the villain, was the guy who broke the fourth wall and saying... You guys were so much better before. Why did you do this to yourselves? But then all the Titans in Team Titans Go were like, no, nah, we're, we're way better because Robin has a butt now or yeah, like whatever. Or whatever. Like, they just would come up with dumb, stupid reasons why they were better than the original. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they win and in the end yeah. for some reason. You're taking their mm-hmm. piss. Like, uh, well, they took a piss yeah. on the show. Because like, I thought, I could have sworn I had seen a video of that scene and Beast Boy was freaking out going like, why can't we go back to this or something like that? And like, he was really upset about how awesome the OG I was. I think he was initially and then in the end they convinced him, yo, through the powers of friendship, we're so much better now or like yeah. whatever. Through the powers of getting paid. Yeah, really. Yeah. Really. No. Really. It was, I think it was something, because I do remember what you're talking about and I think mm-hmm. it was along those lines yeah. that they did did this because like you had a comment on mine i actually do have a slight comment yes, on the Teen Titans I, when we get there yes no because i was going to bring you up in this process too yeah. um something that i can't really testify to but chris can is he actually went to see the movie when they ended up doing the movie yes not the second direct to dvd sequel which by the way exists wait that's a thing yeah oh, well, no. remember okay. at the end of the movie um Ooh, for those I who don't know. know at the end of the teen titans movie um, there's a little segment after, like, the first initial credits, and it's, uh, the original Teen Titans from 2003 playing with this communicator. It's like, okay, we found a way back, and then it cuts out. Which I thought was a teaser for the next season. No, it was not. But turned out to not be. It was a teaser for the movie, the directed DVD movie. They essentially had, um, Teen Titans original versus Teen Titans Go!, Oh, that was what that was teasing? Damn it. Because yeah. I remember. And it was a direct to DVD okay. even flashier than the um flash show was. Yeah. Like it was ooh. It was yeah. a time. But um fun fact, uh they coincidentally guessed Infinity War <laughs> because that's what happens at the end of the movie. Yeah. They end up getting like the eighties comic titans, like the fucking hybrid furry titans. Like they got a lot of titans <laughs> for the ending. And they come out of portals just the like Infinity furry War. Furry Titans. <laughs> Just like Infinity War, they all come out of these portals to beat up Trigon, who is the main villain oh of the God. Teen Titans versus Teen Titans Go movie. Oh, But man. anyway, um, you actually were able to say the movie in which Slade actually was a thing. And yes. wasn't that... Um, was Will it, Arnett. Yeah, it was Will Arnett. Yeah. Okay, because... Oh, my God. Because I was going to say, here's the thing. So, the Teen Titans Go show oh my God, is bro. garbage. The show is terrible. But I can't lie by saying that there was actually some really genuinely funny moments that I was able to enjoy from the movie. Because the movie was self-aware in a good way, Mm -hmm. where it was aware that they are just a farce of DC in general. Mm -hmm. Like, so I still still will not say that Teen Titans Go is better than the original, because it's not. Yeah. The original is by far better. But the movie I think you can actually have a bit of a fun time with, because Will Arnett comes in as Slade and he makes a lot of jokes about oh yeah I'll just like mind manipulate you or whatever and it's and Robin gets like triggered and like (laughs) like which is really funny and like there's one really big moment where like I can't remember exactly what it is but they're like they want oh oh, yeah they want to be the main superheroes they don't want like the actual superheroes to be the superheroes anymore they want the Teen Titans to have respect so they go back in time to stop all the other superheroes from being superheroes (laughs) so like they go back and like save Batman's parents at one point oh my god but then they realize it was a horrible idea so then they go back and shoot Batman's (laughs) parents (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) are you kidding me Okay, and, that's good. And there's only one other reference that I really enjoyed, other than Slade being like, oh yeah, I'll mind manipulate you. Yeah, Robin was like, Gah. But there was also the bit where, like, they're riding through Hollywood on yeah. tricycles, because that's how they travel through time, around these, like, little tricycles that they ride, playing up on the fact that they're literally kids. Yeah. Um, there's a bit where they're rolling through, and then a cartoon animated, voiced by Stan Lee, Aww. comes in, and he's like, hi, everybody, how you doing? I'm Stan Lee here. Wait, is this a DC film? 
uh-oh, it like runs <laughs> off the screen. I enjoyed that because they brought Stan Lee in. He's like, oh shit, I'm in the wrong movie and yeah. leaves. But, so I would say the and movie like, as a standalone is a fun there time. There are good critically acclaimed episodes of Titans, like, or Teen Titans Go, rather. For example, um, there's um, this one called The Night Begins to Shine, in which Cyborg gets like really obsessed with like this 80s album or whatever. Mm, mm. And at one point, the style of the show just completely changes when the other Titans get captured, and it becomes like this big 80s montage slash throwback. Mm. And it's actually kind of cool. But to conclude my point as to why this is indeed a toot, they did an entire episode on real estate <laughs> and condos. What? Oh, come the fuck that Are you kidding me? Because, like, I have fun and this was a critique kind of to the critics because they're not being, like, educational enough. And oh even God. though that's not the point of your show and you have no point to make in this, they ended up just being like, no, here's an episode on house living, the end. Oh, from, yeah. Toot, my God. toot, 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 toot. No, it's definitely a toot. Like I said, the movie as a standalone, maybe you'll have some laughs. But it's still not as good as the original Teen I'm Titans. I'm sorry. Um, the only thing I know from the Teen Titans movie, other than like the villain twist, which is already dumb in his own, I don't know if they mentioned how dumb that twist is in movie, but it, in actuality, that twist is dumb. The only thing I know from the Teen Titans movie is just pictures of my booty on the big screen. Yeah, because Robin <laughs> wants to have... That is one funny bit where they're announcing all is the it? movies. Not not him about the thing about his booty. I didn't oh, enjoy that. Oh, when they're that. doing the trailers? But, but that was already in the trailer. Yeah, where they talk about all the trailers. Yeah, of, but like, there's one song where Robin's like, it's a movie about me, and you yeah. get pictures of my booty on the big screen. And I'm like, yeah. no. No, I know. I did not like that. No, no. That, that's the song that happens after that. Okay. Because yeah, there's a series of him like, oh, Batman's got a movie, now it's my turn, and then it's like, Alfred, the movie. Yeah. And he's like, okay, Alfred's a cool dude, but like, I'll get a movie, and that's like, Batmobile, the movie. And he's like, oh, okay, well, I mean, the Batmobile is kind of iconic. And then last one was like, the utility belt, the movie. And he's like, oh, come on! And he never gets a movie. Okay. Like, every, so like, that was fun. But, no, then he stinks about his booty, and then I'm like, well, I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a garbage fire overall. Uh. Two Titans Go is, is such a play to the kids Ha ha, wacky zany. But that doesn't make it good. Because some kids have the intelligence to be like, yeah, this isn't good. There's better media. Also, when you take characters that are so intensely well written and turn them into (laughs) and nothing else, just ruins. (laughs) Remember that racist episode where they ended up helping the alien and Starfire was being called a racial slur? That was a fucking great ass episode. It was a great character for her and Cyborg. And it was great. And no, let's just give them pie and waffles and farts. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that was in the original. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah let's just switch. What, what, what was that racist slur? I don't remember no, what yeah. it was. It was something. It was something huh? Yeah, it was, it was something against like her race of beings. And like there's like a weird like slimy slug monster thing mm-hmm. that they're like rivals with or something like that. And they like call. It's like, okay, so you know how in Harry Potter, Hermione gets called a mudblood? Yeah. Oh, it's kind oh, of Starfire so as a Tamarinian gets called a truck by this other alien species because they 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 racist well and it yeah. gives and Starfire yeah. and, and Starfire has a hard time dealing with this and Cyborg is the one who's all like he pretty much without flat out saying it is essentially like I'm black I deal with this on a daily basis trust me you're not alone but essentially, he essentially black is replaced with robot but like, but like yeah. yeah he says more about him being a cyborg than him being a human but it also still plays on the same concepts of racism and what he deals with both as a cyborg and as a black character yeah. in that world yeah. and it, it's a really nice bonding moment between cyborg and starfire which you really don't get too much such of in the show episode. like yeah they're yeah. they're such good friends like yeah don't add. <laughs> no it's it, it yeah, the original show great. definite great mm-hmm. teen titans go awful <laughs> like yeah. yeah alrighty and with that depressing note it's time for our weekly sometimes <laughs> daily possibly even monthly but never yearly irregular recommendation Kelsey go ahead before I cry <laughs> okay so it's funny that we were talking about Star Wars earlier and how Tess has never seen this because my recommendation is actually about Star Wars yay yes. <laughs> full yeah. circle so oh, no the peer pressure circle it's closing in <laughs> This is actually really funny. The entire episode, I was like, yes, I can't wait to bring this back full circle. That's great. That's a great tie-in. Okay, so um, this pretty much is recommending... Uh, this recommendation is pro- primarily going out to people who have who do not have Disney+. Plus. Let, mm-hmm. me, let me make this very specific. 
Um, because the Star Wars Clone Wars show yes. um, has been... I don't even know who originally did it. Diego, you might know. Dave Filoni, I think. No, not like the actual individual person. I just meant like the, the studio behind I it. I can look Lucas this up Fun, right now so. if you keep was, talking. I'm pretty sure it was Lucas Films okay. would be yeah. safe. I think so, but I'll double check. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know like which channel it was on. Oh, like, Disney I don't XD. It was on. I thought it was on Teletoon. No, it was, I was on Disney Cartoon X- Network. Sorry. Anyway, I'm gonna look this up. Yeah. You keep recommending it. I'll get this clarified. Well, whatever. So seasons one through six was whatever, like Cartoon Network, Teletoon, YTV, whatever. It was on something along those kinds of lines. Um, but season seven is specifically on Disney Plus. And season seven ties into the third film, Revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. um, which, um, yeah, as and as people who watched our, our our recent episode of the podcast, episode four, Diego and I talk about how much episode three is like is our favorite out of all the Star Wars films. Um, and it's and it's actually the funny thing is I sent him a meme. Well, I guess you can really call it a meme, but I sent him this uh, post on Pinterest, pretty much um, talking about. Uh, that one moment in episode three where Anakin asks to be a Jedi master and everybody turns him down but it's like a what if situation had happened and if they actually listened to him and was like yeah you know you save the chancellor we'll make you we'll make you uh, a master and you know and then Yoda wakes up and he's in the future like in the original trilogy and he's like he just gets all sad and I'm just like oh like this movie wrenches my heart guys mm-hmm. um, but yeah so so season seven of Star Wars uh, Clone Wars deals with like it's happening just before uh episode three starts so like Mm -hmm. episode three starts with um general grievous and his attack on coruscant this is all gibberish to tesla but chris will understand um that's okay um but yeah so it starts at that point but um season seven starts right before that um and there's actually like moments uh where like ahsoka one of the main characters in clone wars uh, without giving too much spoilers to whoever hasn't seen it, like she does have to go back um, to the council and ask for help in, in dealing with, with Darth Maul. Um, and uh, they're like, oh, we would love to, but hey, we just got word that Grievous is about to attack Coruscant, so we can't, and then boom, episode three starts. But the entire season is told from Ahsoka's perspective, so you get remnants of what happens during Order 66, and you hear about things, and like... Ahsoka has had a little bit of a falling out with Anakin and Obi-Wan at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but she can still feel uh, what happens when Anakin essentially betrays the Jedi in episode three. And, you know, like Mace Windu dies. And it's like, so she can still feel all of this. And it's like something terrible has happened. And then boom, Order 66 happens. So you're getting like the basic same like plot as episode three but from ahsoka's perspective and she has nothing going on with the war she has nothing to do with what's happening with everybody else she doesn't know padme dies like and and that part broke me because ahsoka and padme are such good friends in in the show that by the time we finished watching season seven not only because it looked fantastic like disney put so much money into this into Mm -hmm. this season like, I can't tell you the number of fights that we were watching and we were like, oh my god, this fight looks like it was motion captured. Or look at the particle effects of a fire. <laughs> I was freaking out about little... Like, it looked so good compared to other seasons. So, like, I will commend Disney on the amount of Mikes. effort and money that they have put in. No, because, like, it screams production yeah. value. So it looks amazing. But literally, we, we finished watching this season and Diego and I just looked at each other and we're like, we need a moment and then we need to rewatch episode three because, like holy shit this got so dark so quickly and this just like we we were we were so sad but like sad and like amazing storytelling so if episode three um makes you feel the things that it makes diego and i feel and if you are interested in watching clone wars if you even haven't even seen it i'm sorry if i've spoiled anything for you at that point um or if you don't have disney plus and don't know if you want to get disney plus get disney plus just so you can finish watching star wars clone wars because Mm -hmm. the ending of the show tied all the loose ends together it was amazing character arcs for everybody and the story for that season is just fucking phenomenal nice. oh yeah no like I, I'm, I'm just gonna just chime in there and say like the choreography for, they, they motion captured the choreography in some of yeah. the like, they must have fights. they must have the fights like, are so the fluid fights now are so fluid and you're like holy fuck it's this, amazing this is like amazing to mm-hmm. watch yeah so um for a matter of correctness I just looked it up um I'm gonna give Diego the point 
on who was closest to releasing and whatnot. Um, debuted on Cartoon Network for 2008, um, and eventually uh, Dave Fe- uh, Field, eh, Dave, Fem- Dave, yeah, that guy. Filoni. He took up after um, season seven as executive producer after um, Lucas himself stepped down after season six. Okay. Um, one thing I was going to throw in there because I heard about this from my uh, good old British friendo. Uh, who has been rewatching all of Clone Wars? He's doing a massive Star Wars marathon recently. Nice. Um, something that you two might really enjoy if you really enjoy the third, and especially the way it wraps up in the end of the season. There is a timeline listed online for how you watch the episodes with the third movie at the same time. So oh. you can actually switch back and forth between. So you, it's like you watch the first episode, and that ends up with Luke and. Um, no, sorry, Luke. Ugh. Anakin and Obi-Wan going out to save the Chancellor. You start episode oh, three. Yeah. At a certain point, you stop episode three and you watch, and you go on to the next episode of the Clone Wars. Then you stop and you go back to, it's a back and forth, but it tells it out chronologically as the way the two line up, and it creates this really cool, super massive episode three that you might really yes. enjoy trying one time. Actually, the four of us have a mutual friend who sent us a link to this, and it was on a Facebook watch party. This was a couple weeks ago at the time of this recording, anyway. Um, and it was pretty much episode three mixed in with Clone Wars, and I bet you many of it's the, the same, same thing. thing. Yeah. And it was going to be four yep. hours long, and Diego and I wanted to watch it, but we hadn't even started a season uh, seven. Yeah. So we didn't want to get the spoilers yep. yet, and now that we've watched it, and I'm like, I need to find this super cut, and I want to see the it, whole it's thing. It's great. It's I'm an sure. amazing cut. I'm- Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say, man, like episode seven, like just delivers. Season seven. Yeah, y- y- season seven. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna talk about the new trilogy because it doesn't exist in my eyes. <laughs> um, like, but that's a whole yeah, other conversation. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm just gonna say, season seven, like it it hits it hits home. Yeah, it's, got it's It's got the feels. It it takes yeah. you to the Philippines and you don't. Come back. Philippines. <laughs> I love that. Uh, That's and, beautiful. That's, That's great. And, and I love going to the Philippines. <laughs> I'm definitely keeping that in. Philippedia yeah. is the capital. Okay. <laughs> well, an hour and a half later, good luck editing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll be fine. I, we got great content in here. Yeah. So. Uh, but with that being said, I think it's time for us to officially wrap up. So good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, good whatever frame of time. And we hope you have a fantastic two weeks until you join us again. Goodbye from the... Not good. Not bad. Just averagely rad. Average geeks. Goodbye! Bye, everybody. Oh, this is going to be such a fun time. Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed.